Welcome to Daily Daf Different, a Jcast Network podcast in collaboration with the Conservative Yeshiva in Jerusalem. This daily podcast invites you to join us to study the Daily Talmud page with a variety of liberal rabbis and teachers. For more information about the Conservative Yeshiva, please visit conservativeyeshiva.org. For more information about the other Jcast Network podcasts and blogs, please visit jcastnetwork.org. Welcome to Daily Daf Differently. I am Rabbi Steve Kane, and today we'll be studying Masechet Rosh Hashanah, Chaf Vav. Tractate Rosh Hashanah, page 26a and b. Now on this page, we turn to discussion of uh, what some might think is the essence of Rosh Hashanah, that is the sounding of the shofar and all the different rules around uh, what a shofar can be and what disqualifies it and um, which animals can um, uh, can a shofar be taken from. And uh, the, uh, the Mishnah um, says that all animals can uh, be used, their horn can be used for a shofar except for one, and that is the cow. Now, the reason for the cow being disqualified, um, there are three reasons actually that are given. In the Mishnah, when it says, call shofrot ksherim, that every shofar is kosher chutzme para, except chutzme uh, shel para, except for a cow, the reason it gives there is mipanesha hu karen because it is called a karen and not a shofar. Um, uh, that is, of course, argued with because many of the shofar, karen means uh, a horn, um, but um, uh, um, all the other shofrot from all the other animals are also called a karen. There are two other reasons that are given uh, as to uh, why a, um, a cow's horn cannot be used. And um, the second one is... Sanigor. Uh, I'm going to uh, talk about that a little bit more in depth after I finish uh, telling of uh, really the rest of the page what it is about, but that means that an accuser cannot become a defender. And finally, uh, the third reason that's given is that um, the, um, uh, that, um, uh, the shofar itself of a cow is kind of a compound shofar. It is more than one at once, how it is sort of uh, grown on the on the head of a cow. Um, and so that is the other reason given. And the rest of the page uh, deals with an interesting, uh, almost midrashic section, which tries to figure out where words which had become, uh, uh, their meaning had become unknown uh, and lost, um, how we could recapture them by looking at similar sounding words in other languages. And so it goes through a series of, of words where uh, the rabbis weren't sure what they m- meant. And interestingly, it's often uh, um, people of the street, handmaidens, uh, workers who, uh, who they learn from that, um, that they find what the words might mean. But I want to um, uh, return uh, to that interesting statement uh, about why the cow's horn is disqualified. And, and here's what the Gemara says about that. Ula Amar, Ula said, Hainu Tama the Rabbanan. 
the reason this is the reason that the rabbis had disqualified a cow's horn, Kidarav Chista. Um, according to the teaching of Rav Chista, Amar Rav Chista, Ein Ma Ein Kohen Gadol Nichnas Why did the Kohen Gadol, when he would enter the innermost sanctum of the Beit Hamikdash, why did he not wear his gold vestments on Yom Kippur? Now, what does that mean exactly? Well, the Kohen. Um, had a total of eight different kinds of vestments that he would wear. Uh, and four of them were made um, of gold in one way, shape, or form. Um, and he would wear them in the outer courts and all of the other areas, but he would not wear these gold garments in the inner courts. And the Gomorrah gives the reason as Lefi she'en katigor na'ase sanigor because an accuser cannot become a defender. Now, that's a very interesting statement. Uh, what does it mean, accuser? Well, of course, the worst sin of the people of Israel was the golden calf. And um, we were accused of idol worship, of rejecting God, by worshiping the golden calf. And now the Kohen Gadol comes into the um, innermost uh, area, the inter-sanctum of the Beit HaMikdash, and the Kohen Gadol wishes to ask for forgiveness for the people. How can it be that the gold garments, which would normally uh, be a part of, of, of the Kohen Gadol's majesty, how can it be that as the Kohen Gadol asks for forgiveness, he brings with him gold, which reminds God, if you will, of, uh, of the golden calf. Um, and so... Um, how is it possible that um, that uh, that this gold, which is an accuser, should become a defender of the people? And of course, the same then applies to the shofar. If a shofar were to be taken from the cow, like a calf, uh, the shofar itself, which is sounded on Rosh Hashanah in order to arouse uh, the people to uh, to repent, but also thinking to arouse God's mercy for the people, how can that same horn which came from a cow, which was our accuser, um, be our defender? Yet it seems to me that there is a, a deeper meaning here, and not just having to do with um, the Kohen Gadol uh, and the inner sanctum, or the shofar and, and a cow. Um, and that is asking for a consistency in people's lives. Uh, when it says that ein kategor sanigor, I think it means that we in our lives must have a consistency. Uh, we see this all the time with with politicians in particular. Uh, we see this with other people who ought to be good examples. It can't be um, do as I say and not as I do. It is not only what we say, but how we act that matters. And, um, and so this little piece of Gomorrah reminds us um, that we have to be careful not to be hypocritical, uh, that um, if we uh, in our lives uh, uh, come across um, uh, moments where, um, where we did not act in a proper way, uh, it becomes very difficult for us to lecture other people, to tell them how to act. And at the same time, it reminds us to watch our actions so that we can have a certain wholeness, so that... Um, uh, so that uh, everything that we, that we do 
reflects uh, very much on the kind of person we are and the kind of values that we have. And that isn't only as individuals, that's also as a people. Uh, that as Jewish people act in a certain kind of way, it says something about um, the kind of values that we have as a community, and it says something about what we stand for. Uh, and so ultimately, the um, the message of Ein Kategor Nasesanegor, that an accuser cannot become a defender, applies to our lives both as individuals and as a people. When we can have our actions and our words coordinated so that what we stand for and what we do are the very same thing, uh, then whether uh, it is on Rosh Hashanah, on Yom Kippur, uh, or in our own individual lives, uh, when we have this balance and this understanding, um, it means that we are ourselves uh, better people as individuals and as a community. I hope you've enjoyed today's episode of Daily Daf Differently, and that you'll join us again tomorrow for a new page. The music at the opening and close of this episode is Ufros from the Epic Horus album One Bead, available on Bandcamp, iTunes, and Spotify.